morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night, whatever time you're listening to What the Podcast, I'm here to say hello. Hello. That's right, Nikki's with me and I'm your host, David, and you are listening to What the Podcast. Is that correct? Yes. That's the name of the show? I do believe so. What the Podcast. All right. It's a great show for you today. It will be a little bit shorter than usual, I do believe, because I was at work when I wrote the script and I just didn't get it all wrote, I don't think. I tried. I tried my hardest. You are opening a Mountain Dew. Yes, I am. All right. Well, on today's show, we have music history. It's Mountain Dew Zero. Okay, it's Mountain Dew Zero. We have celebrity birthdays. We have weird news, and our favorite picks today are our favorite cartoons. Now... We narrowed this down to five, but Nikki said she had eight, and I have six, so, oh well. We got some cartoons we're going to tell you about. All right, let's get started with some music history. Dun, dun, dun. All right, we got some music history for you. In 1964, <laughs> I just had to say it that way, didn't I? <laughs> In 1964, the Beatles album Hard Day's Night was released, let me get that out right, was released in the U.S. So the Beatles album Hard Day's Night was released in today's date, which which is is June 26th 26th of June in 1964. (laughs) So, all right. In 1977... Elvis Presley's final concert took place at Market Square Arena in Indianapolis. You know, a lot of people love Elvis. So this was his last concert, and then he died in August. Yeah. That's that's kind of crazy. I'm just wondering, is this the concert that he went blah, 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 plus tax? I don't know. Because <laughs> at that point, he had just given up, I think. He didn't even know the words to his own songs at that point. And he's like, oh, I didn't even love her anyways. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I don't even remember the song he was singing. I don't either. But I'm not a huge it. Elvis fan, but that was hilarious. If you guys look up video, blah, 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 plus tax on YouTube, Elvis Presley song, he's he really jacked that song up. <laughs> yeah, and I just like I said, I think he was done at that point in time. He was just... Yeah. Was he singing Are You Lonesome Tonight? I have no clue. I, I don't remember, but it was just funny and it became a, a joke with us, you know. <laughs> blah, 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 plus tax. Mm-hmm. All right, and on June the 26th in 1986, James Hatfield broke his wrist trying to skateboard down a hill. You do realize that I was only like two weeks old at that point. <laughs> Yeah, unfortunately, I was born in 1978, so I'm a lot older than you. I remember when that happened. You were eight. I remember when that happened. It was all over the news. Was it? (laughs) No. Metallica was still very, very early in their career at that point in time. In case you didn't know, James Hatfield is the front man for Metallica. Case in point why this is in music history, because if for other... Plus tax? Yep. For no other reason than he is the front man of your favorite band. 
Hold on a second. I'm looking this up because I want to show you something. Um, but these people don't see us looking up stuff. They no, hear us they talking, don't. so moments That's why of, he was um, talking, and I decided to look this up real quick. If this is the right... No, I don't think this is the right website. I just saw something about Abbey Road. But... There was a website that I went to earlier, and it only gave a couple things. Um, let's see here... So Elvis Presley with Scotty Moore and Bill Black played the first of three nights at the Keebler Air Force Base in Biloxi, that, Mississippi. That was in 1955, though. But that was also today. Um, local paper ran a preview which read, A good-looking youngster who has become a jukebox favorite with his That's All Right Mama and Blue Moon of Kentucky, Presley is expected to repeat some of his hit tunes at the Airman's Club show. This is on thisdayinmusic.com, by the way. We're not stealing this. We're giving credit where credit's due. The Beatles played two shows in 1964 at Town Hall, Dunedin, South Island, New Zealand. Okay. 1966, the Rolling Stones played two shows, a matinee show at the Coliseum in Washington, D.C., and an evening show at the Baltimore Civic Center in Maryland. The McCoys and the Standells were sport acts. Hmm. All right. I'm trying to find if... See, they're not even mentioning James Hatfield on here, are they? No, they're not, because, like I said, that's the only reason that was... This no, it was actually it. on the website that I found, and there wasn't much else on there to go on. And I'm going to try to find that site and prove it to you. But that's okay. That is Okay. Normally, Google gives you, like, it's it's purple if you've been to that site. Not if you've left it and came back. Nope, there's tons of them on here, too, isn't there? 1977, Elvis Presley sings in Indianapolis, the last performance of his career. 1979, rocker Nigel Olsen runs a stop sign, accidentally crashes, and kills a driver. Wow, shame on you, Nigel Olsen. And they're not mentioning James Hatfield on this site either. But that's okay. We got a show to do. Sorry, we got sidetracked, people. Want to do some celebrity birthdays? Sure. All right. There's not a lot of them today, neither. Back again with celebrity birthdays and Miss Ariana Grande celebrating a birthday today. Yay! Who else has got a birthday today, Nikki? Yeah, Jeanette McCurdy. Yay! Also known as 
damn fuck it from iCarly. Yes, and she didn't reprise her role for the new iCarly revival, the adult version of iCarly. Mm -hmm. Because she was ashamed of the role from what I read. I don't know. I, uh, know. I don't know neither, to be honest with you. But Ariana Grande, better known as Cat Valentine. Yep. <laughs> on Victorious. These are kids shows. So? Derek Jeter has a birthday today. I don't know much about Derek Jeter. I just know it's a famous name, so I picked it. And he played for the Yankees, or plays for the Yankees. I don't know. I, I don't follow baseball. I just know that he plays, or he played for them. So, I don't know. And, of course, Chris O'Donnell. Robin. Yep. Robin has a birthday today. So, Derek Jeter and Chris O'Donnell. But Yay! Also, his main role now is on uh, NCIS. Like New Orleans. But I will know him as Robin. Yes. And whatever his name was. Was he Robin in the terrible Batman? Yeah. And the one with Val Kilmer and the one with... Uh, what's his name? Oh my gosh. Val Kilmer was in Batman and... Then there was another guy that took the role that did the bat nips. What was his name? George, George Clooney. Clooney. Was Chris O'Donnell Robin in both of those? I don't think that Val Grimmer's Batman had a Robin. Yeah, he did. I really don't think so. We're going to have to look that up. I don't know. We, that, no, that doesn't have anything to do with what we're talking about here. We're talking about birthdays. We're not talking about Batman. No, we're not talking about Batman, but... We are going to Batman forever. So we're going to look this up because I'm curious if Chris O'Donnell played Batman in the good, the decent one. No. Yeah. Is that, yeah, that's him right there. So he was in that one. And he was in the Mr. Freeze one, right? I know that's Chris O'Donnell. I see his picture. But he was also in Batman and Robin, right? Returning as Robin and George Clooney for Jason Kilmer and Batman. There you go. Yes, yeah, he so was he in was, both of them. Unfortunately, he was in a good one and a bad one. Because I'll tell you what, the Schwarzenegger killed that movie. Schwarzenegger killed? No, he didn't. He killed that movie. George Arnold. Clooney! And Arnold Schwarzenegger, because he had those stupid one-line chill out. And He's Mr. Freeze. <laughs> yeah, it was That's, terrible. I mean, look at the comic book. They, it's the same thing. Oh my gosh, it was awful. That was a bat wreck. But I wasn't thinking of Chris O'Donnell from Batman. I was thinking of Fried Green Tomatoes. He was only in that for a few minutes. Yeah, then he got smoked by a train. But yeah. nonetheless. That was a good Still movie. Went. Fried Green Tomatoes was a good movie. But I wouldn't say Chris O'Donnell made that movie because he was only in it for a couple minutes. But he was in it, and he was young, so therefore... Yep. And Derek Jeter, Jeanette McCurdy, and Ariana Grande. We're getting off track here. They all have birthdays today. Boy, and probably a billion other people that no one has said happy birthday to. So, happy birthday to y'all. I go to celebritybirthdays.com. And I pick out the ones that I've heard of because, like we've said before, pop culture is not a strong point of mine. So if I've heard of these people, then obviously 
Everybody else has to. They're somewhat famous. But CelebrityBirthdays.com has tons of YouTubers and TikTokers and people like that. Those that are, are fame. Instagram. That's... Just like people, celebrities from the internet. And I don't know none of them, really. But mm. it'll be all right. You want to do some weird news now? Sure, why not? All right, we'll stay on track for this one. Since you like this first story, I'll let you take it. Yes, it was very interesting. I think it's hilarious. Um, and I have looked into it, and there were no serious injuries as of yet. But it's still funny. Found on UPI.com. Yes. It, dive dive bombing crows attack visitors at a California park. This is great. Visitors to a park in California's Los Angeles County have been dealing with an unusual uh, unusual problem in recent weeks. They are constantly getting attacked by dive bombing crows. Multiple visitors to Noble Park in Hermosa Beach reported being attacked by crows. Some saying the birds were most likely to attack dog walkers. But here's the thing with the crows. This is just my add-in. They hold grudges. And they remember. So if these crows are coming after you, they're dive-bombing you. You think they've done something to them? Chances are they look they look like someone who has done something to them. Not necessarily saying it's them, but they remember and they hold grudges their entire life. But I think it's really funny because, okay, if these crows, if this, this flock of crows, this murder, murder of crows are trying to murder people in a park in California, that's great. That is, it's, just, it's hilarious to me. Nobody's been seriously injured, and according to the article, they hired a falcon or two with a trained hawk to try to scare the birds away. Yeah, but the birds are messing with the hawk. Yes. The, <laughs> these are straight-up gangster birds, man. They ain't playing. I think it's, it's great. I mean, I'm happy that no one's got seriously injured or anything like that, but, like, I just, I think it's absolutely hysterical to me hilarious, whatever you want to call it, that a murder of crows are trying to murder people in a park. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> That's just me. Now this next one you'll have to Google on your own to fully understand this story. <laughs> Mr. Happy Face wins World's Ugliest Dog Contest. This was found on HuffPost.com. When Janeta Banley was looking to adopt a dog. An animal shelter in Arizona gave her a warning before she saw Mr. Happy Face. I was warned he could be inbred because he was so ugly, she said in a statement. The shelter staff tried to prepare me for what I was about to see. Now, that's all I wrote down on my script here. But Mr. Happy Face was entered into the world's ugliest dog contest at a fair, a county fair, and he won first place. Mm -hmm. And according to the article... The dog was 17 years old at the time he was adopted, and he came from an abusive home. And if and this is why I, I don't, like, I'm not, 
how do I say this? Not being mean, but it it's kind of like looking at something, you know, that's so ugly it's cute, but even though I don't feel that way, I, I it's just an ugly dog. But I am ecstatic that someone found him to love him and give him, you know, a, a good rest of his life because obviously it's been like a total, I'm sorry, it's been total hell for this dog. Now, the pictures that I looked at, the dog has a weird stance, his head is cocked to one side, his tongue hangs out of his mouth, and it has a mohawk. The rest of it appeared to be hairless to me, but I don't know if it was... It, that could have been either... Old a, age that, or... Yeah, that could have been old age, it could have been mange, it could be anything. I mean, it said in the article that he lived with a hoarder, so it very well could have been mange, and that would definitely make his hair fall out. But, but Mr. I Happy can Face... guarantee you that this dog has had its face broken several times because... Like, to have your tongue out of the side of your face, there has to be some jaw unhingement and stuff like that. So, and I had a, a cat that had that same thing, and her jaw had been broken multiple times. Well, Mr. Happy Face found love with a human companion, and he's winning contest I don't know congratulations for winning the ugliest dog contest that's kind of a sad thing to congratulate an animal for but anyway the owner feels hey if she if she loves Mr. This, Happy Face yes if she loves this dog more power to her my opinion does not matter your opinion does not matter she is in you know, she has found companionship with this dog, and obviously this dog's having a pretty decent life if she's taking him to, you know, fairs and stuff, so go for it. Oh, yes, and just Google Mr. Happy Face, and you'll definitely see the dog. Mr. Happy Face. That's all you have to Google, and you'll find the dog. If you want to read the article, it's on HuffPost.com. And our final weird news story of the day... Woman gives birth to identical twins three days apart. What? In a rare event, a woman in Texas gave birth to one of her twin daughters while she was still pregnant with the other. Carmen Martinez, a now mother of three, welcomed Gabriella. Okay. Ga uh, Gabby. Grace Hernandez. On March 7th, and Isabella Rose Hernandez on March 10th at the Hendrick Health Facility in Abilene, Texas, a city in Taylor County. Yes. Now, that is a weird story, isn't it? That was found on foxnews.com. Um, I mean, yeah, can you... how can you... Well, I mean, I guess maybe they were <coughs> in two separate sacks. Like, Identical twins, though. Yeah, but maybe they were in separate sacks, like, um, like, they were in the same wound, they were just in different, like, birth beds. Maybe. So to speak. But, I mean, three days I, apart, identical twins. I mean, can you technically call them twins if they were born three days apart? Yes. I mean, to me. Because they were wombed together, 
So yeah, they're twins regardless, and they're identical, so you can't say, you know, identical sisters. It doesn't work. They're twins. That's the point of being a twin. Right. All right. Now let's do our picks. But all I got to say is for that lady, kudos. You got your work cut out for you, lady. Absolutely. So let's do our picks. Yep. All right, we're back. What was that? <laughs> we're back again to give your favorite cartoons. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> All right. That's Pee Wee. He's not a cartoon, but he did have some cartoons on his show. Yes, he did. And I went first last week, so it's your turn to go first this week. Okay, I don't remember, so it's okay. We're picking our favorite cartoons here. <laughs> favorite cartoons? Yes, and for the record, there's no particular order. This is not least to greatest. This is not greatest to least. It's There's no... There's nothing in it. Connect the dots. La, la, la. Laugh. <laughs> Alright, you had to finish it. So, yes, okay. I found them. Okay. <laughs> I was in search for my list. Um, mine, uh, my first pick goes to Courage the Cowardly Dog. And the only reason he is on my list is because he's awesome, but the love that he has for Miriam is great. But in your opinion, Eustace is what makes the the cartoon. Yes, he does. Him and his stupid masks that scare the crap out of him. But you know what? He's he's his name is Courage. And when it comes down to it He's a scaredy cat. He, he is a scaredy cat, but you know what? He would die for that old lady. Like he, he protects Eustace too. But only because Miriam loves him. The only reason that I mean, but if it came down to courage, having to save Miriam or Eustace, Eustace would die every time. Probably. Yeah, he would die every time. If, if he had to choose. My first pick is obviously, these are not in no particular order after this, but my very favorite cartoon of all time is King of the Hill. Dang it, Bobby. That's right. I sell propane and propane accessories. I tell you what. Old Hank Hill. Can't go wrong watching King of the Hill. It's funny. It's entertaining. And why they never did a spinoff of The Dale Show will never... His conspiracy theories were limitless. They had so much to work with. Dale could have made a great show. The Dale Gribble Show. But they didn't. Because Boomhauer's would have been a porn and Bill would have been, uh, like, crying. That so, Reasons Why show? What? Whatever many reasons why. The 13 reasons why? Yeah, no, that, been, that wouldn't have been Dale. That, that would have been Bill. Dale, that wouldn't have been Bill either. But I don't think anybody would have watched uh, a Bill show anyway. No, but a Dale Gribble show would have been good. Yes. But my first pick is King of the Hill nonetheless. Yes. Dang it, Bobby. 
Um, another great cartoon that's on my list is the Smurfs. Ravish the land as never before. Total destruction from, from mountain, mountain to, to shore. Gargamel. Yeah. But who's your favorite Smurf? I don't have a favorite Smurf. You don't have a favorite Smurf? No. Like Papa Smurf, Smurfette, Handy that Smurf, Vanity Smurf. Smurfette is not a Smurf. I know she was inducted into the Smurfs, but she's not. She was created to take the Smurfs out, basically. Yes, and then she became a real Smurf thanks to Papa Smurf's magic. Yes, but she's not a Smurf. I don't consider her. There were no female Smurfs. Sasset. And now there's two. Sasset Smurf was a female Smurf. Once again, was not created as a Smurf. The little baby Sasset Smurf? Yeah, she was not. No? No. I didn't know that about that. I thought she was a regular Smurf. And now, like, if you go into, like, the newer, like, the, the movies, you have the, the, the black-haired, kind of grungy Smurf, whatever the crap her name is, I don't know. But, yeah. But I don't, I, everybody, that's the first one, because, obviously, I'm female, I have to, you know, Smurfette is definitely, no. No. It's not. I would have to say probably either Grumpy. Grouchy Smurf? Yeah, Grouchy Smurf. Or jokey Smurf? Or Vanity. Vanity Smurf with the flower in his, yeah, behind his ear. Yeah. <laughs> but I do like, I like the, the, the artsy one too. The one that paints all the towns. I don't remember his name though. I don't either. But yeah. There's a handful of the Smurfs that actually, you know, that, you know. Was his or, name or, Painter Smurf? I think it's Painter Smurf. It might have been or artsy or something. It's it's something along that line. And mine is a legend of cartoons, Scooby Doo. There's no reason given there because it's it's freaking Scooby Doo. Scooby -Doo. I mean, but a Mike variation. Drop. Are you talking? But. Are you talking just Scooby-Doo Scooby -Doo in general? If I pick Scooby-Doo, I get all the... The variations? The variations, the entire Scooby-Doo universe. Okay. Scooby-Doo. You can't go wrong with Scooby-Doo. Well, considering the fact that that's my nickname, that's good. Scooby. One of my Scoobies. I'm Scooby, Donna Scrappy. There's a story behind that, but we don't... We are not if you want that. my favorite variation or iteration of Scooby-Doo, it would probably be Mystery Incorporated. The teen series? Yeah. Because they were connected. It was a storyline, a story arc that went over a couple seasons, and they were finding the pieces to the from did the old Mystery it? I don't Inc. remember. Did they actually ever end it? Yeah, they or did. Or was it left my cliffhanger? I know the girls watched it at work, but I don't you know, they were trying to find the pieces of the puzzle that the original Mystery Inc. had hidden or whatever. It was it was pretty good. The, the medallion things, little slivers of records or something. I don't remember exactly what it was. Uh, I, I watched, I think, maybe three of those out of the entire situation or season. But mine... I would have to honestly say that this is my favorite cartoon. If I'm going to, in my list of... In my list of cartoons, I would definitely rank this 
one or, or first or second place, definitely, and that's DuckTales. And I'm not talking this new crap that they got out. I'm talking the original. 90s DuckTales. Yes. You know, Launchpad and the boys and... Huey, Dewey, and Louie? Oh my god, what was the girl's name? Daisy? No. I don't know. I she was the she her 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 grandma was her grandma her aunt I don't know was his cleaning lady, not cleaning lady but like maid servant of some sort. I Consuela. Can't <laughs> oh, so you got. But Ducktales definitely is awesome, and another one. It's not in my honorable mentions, but I'll. Uh, it's got to go in there now, just because it's Launchpad, Darkwing Duck. Okay. I am the I'm terror to, that flaps in the night. I'm going to have to go with Alvin and the Chipmunks, the <laughs> 80s version. Yes. That's good stuff. The new stuff, I don't like this. 3D animation. I'm just not into it. I, I can't dig it. I like the old Alvin and the Chipmunks cartoon. Yes, I the like original the, Alvin and the Chipmunks cartoon. The drawn actual art. I mean, I, I can't say it's not art because that's. I mean, I've seen some of the time that they put into making these 3D stuff, but or I don't know, 3D, 2D. I don't know, something D. I don't know. <laughs> What's your next one? My next one is awesome. It's Cow and Chicken. I like Cousin Boneless. And the sad part is, even though I love Cow and Chicken, the only, the best part of that was the little devil dude. Yes, you did it. But it's wrong! <laughs> that was the best thing of it. He always, and no matter what they did, it didn't matter. It was wrong. It was wrong. And I can't figure out whether or not was was Cal a girl. I mean, she ha it, it had udders, but I don't. I'm not sure. I think it was supposed to be a boy. But it had a uh, boy. Cows don't have udders. They have one udder. No. <laughs> no, that's not an udder. <laughs> but he literally had a set of teats. If he was <clears throat> supposed to have. I mean, if it was supposed to be a boy, they kind of drew that wrong. But it was still a great cartoon, nonetheless. Right. I haven't seen it in quite some time, but it was still a good one. I'm going to have to go with Goofy. Of course. And how can you put Hank Hill over Goofy? You said your all-time favorite. is. I like King of the Hill. Yes. But Goofy is your... Goofy is probably my favorite Disney character. I love Goofy, and I watch the Goofy movie, and I like the old Goofy cartoons, which they never show on the Disney Channel the no more. I I do love Goofy, and I met Goofy a couple times, and he was a really nice guy when I met him. So You met multiple variations of Goofy, though. You didn't just meet <coughs> one. That's what I said. I've met Goofy a couple times, and he was always a nice guy when I met him. So Goofy's Goofy's good. Goofy's gold. Okay, mine, my next one is Rocco's Modern Life. And even though it was 
Rocco's show, Heifer stole it. If Heifer would not have been in that cartoon, that cartoon would have not been as great. It's kind of like Hank and Dale. Heifer was Rocco's best friend. Dale was Hank's. All right. So, you know, King of the Hill wouldn't have been cool without Dale. Throwing his stuff and What Heifer. about the toads next door? Mr. The, the Big Heads? Yeah. I don't really care about Ed. Or his wife? I think her name was Bev. I don't know. Bev Big Head. Ed Big Head. That's about the only thing I remember about Rocco's Modern Life is the toads next door. I know Ed hated Rocco. And Spunky, the dog. Which was kind of ironic considering the fact that a wallaby kind of looks like a dog. So. I'm surprised Beavis and Butthead wasn't on your list. Because Beavis and Butthead were only funny like six out of ten times in their shows and they always picked really sucky music just no they don't they were kind of funny when they were in the tool shed <laughs> and it's only because that was the birth of Hank but anyway my next Ooh. pick is the Flintstones. And again, why should I even defend it? Because it's the Flintstones. Flintstones. Meet the Flintstones. They're a modern student family. From the town, town of Bedrock. Bedrock. Okay, that's enough. <laughs> We're going to ding for copyright. Yes. <laughs> the Flintstones. I mean, why defend it? It's the Flintstones. It's, it's the Flintstones. It's it, classic no cartoon. And the only reason that the Flintstones were not on my list is because I knew they were on yours. I mean, I knew they were going to get mentioned one way or the other because it, they're just great. The Flintstones are awesome. We have a season of the Flintstones on DVD and we watch it sometimes. And the Flintstone movies were awesome, except for the second one. The first one with John Goodman was amazing. And uh, what's his name? The Gorophobic Cowboy, Rick Moranis. Yes. As Barney. And Rosie O'Donnell was Betty. And I don't remember who was... Wilma? Yeah. I don't either. I know that it's... She was... Rebecca's mom on... This Is Us. But I don't... Still don't remember. It's the Flintstones, though. So it doesn't but, matter. Yes. I like them. And I have an honorable mention, but you go next. You have another one, right? I have three honorable mentions. Okay, what's your three honorable mentions? My three honorable mentions, one is Ren and Stimpy. Because they were, I mean, it, that goes without saying the same thing. It's Ren and Stimpy. There's no, no need to have to defend that. It's Ren and Stimpy. Um, another one is Johnny Bravo. Johnny Bravo, I forgot all about he Johnny Bravo. He was great. He just thought he was awesome, and he, you know, he, of all things, Ooh, hey, he he <laughs> loved his mama. And as the story, as the saying goes, you know how what you can tell a lot about a guy is how he treats his mama. So, Johnny was 
he was a commendable guy. And my last one, because it was a favorite from my childhood, well, actually, my middle school years, was, oh, real monsters. Okay. I figured they you would use Aqua Teen Hunger Force. No. Even though, you know, Shake was awesome, and I like, you know, fried meat wads is pretty tight, too, so. That, that's a pretty good one, but. I was waiting for you to mention them. Aqua Teen Hunger Force. I haven't watched that in so long. I don't remember a whole lot about it. I just know that, you know, Shake was a real stand-up guy. But you mentioned all oh, real monsters, huh? Yes. I forgot about Hey Arnold, too. That was that same generation. What about the Rugrats? I mean, we could totally, we could go on this for days. Like, it, we ain't got that kind of time. <clears throat> no, we don't. But hey, Arnold was, hey Arnold was a good cartoon. Move and it, football head. My last honorable mention, my only honorable mention, and... You have to say it right. He Ben. Yeah. <laughs> yes, they're right. Yes, and why do I love He Man so much? Morals. That's right, because at the end of every episode, there was but, always morals. Once again, I'm gonna throw this in. He Man's, yeah, he always had morals, but his little floating dude that was always there, or Orko. Orko, yeah. See, he was he was bad. He was awesome. Yeah. Yes, He-Man. He-Man. Yep. And the Masters of the Universe. And also Skeletor. And the Beast Man and Evil Lynn and Man-at-Arms and Tila and Battle Cat and Panthor and, I mean, there's a million and one characters on He-Man. But I liked, I, I think I liked Orko because he reminded me a lot of, like, Sorcerer Mickey just kind of before... Well, He-Man was before my time, but still around during my time. <laughs> so, He-Man's still around today. Yes, they've rebranded him a lot, and they've kind of... I think that's where Thor came from, honestly. Even though, you know, he Thor doesn't have, like, awesome battle cat and stuff, but... Wasn't Thor an original Norse god? Well, yeah, but I'm talking like the Marvel Thor of what we have now. Like, okay, go back to Dolph's He-Man. Dolph was He-Man. Yes, he was. Okay, then look <laughs> at Thor. Also, Dolph was also the, the really mean, horrible Russian and Rocky, too. So, But um, he was He-Man. Yes. They couldn't have picked a better person to play He-Man. But what I'm but what I'm trying to say is look at what Dolph looked like as He-Man and then come to modern day Thor. It's kind of it, they're very very similar. So I think that's a lot. That's just and honestly, this is just my opinion, so you don't have to use it as like the Bible or anything because obviously I have no dime in either one of them <laughs> I'm just saying I think that there's you know a spin on He-Man when it comes to Thor maybe but that's about it for the show today we will see you no. but when you mention Thor you gotta bring up Loki too you know the god of mischief
who happens to be my favorite. <laughs> you can catch us on YouTube at D Nicholson TV. And don't forget to come back next week for another installment of What, what the, the Podcast. Podcast. Have uh, a great week, and we'll catch you on the flip. Later.